<laughs> you know, I'm surgical with this, Jay. <laughs> I feel like training day, baby. We back. Oh, we back. It is real business going down, man. 2024, no cool down has returned. We are back in Zabildi, episode 81. I feel good, man. I feel good. Happy New Year to everybody who's listening in, tuning in. We're so glad you're here. Hope you had a great holiday season. But it's time to talk, man. It's a new year. It's a, you know what I'm saying? It's the dawn of a new age. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff to be had, but it feels good to be back. Feels good to be back. And of course, we are in the building with the podcast partner in crime. When easy, he is here. What's happening, fam? Chilling, man. Chilling. Just happy to be in this new year. Happy to see all the things coming to fruition. It's going to be a good year. 100%. 100%. It's definitely going to be a, 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 a lot of a lot of stuff is going down this year, man. I got some, a feeling, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not. Uh, maybe maybe not game wise in terms of like compared to 2023 it might not be as heavy but I feel like it's still be in the ballpark for one and I feel like the news that we're going to get across this year is going to be crazy so I think we're in for something still really really good where we might be in a renaissance period man we're really be in a renaissance period and you know say we appreciate all y'all for kicking it with us during this period with all the news and everything that's swashing around and flying about thank you so much we appreciate y'all uh, you know just as a, the mission statement of the top of the year man we ready to get into it ready to do a lot of great things you know bring a lot of great people do a lot of fun stuff and and just talk about these games and show love but make sure you guys check on the podcast on all audio podcast platforms that's spotify for podcasts apple podcasts you know i'm saying youtube uh, youtube podcast or youtube music i think at this point again iHeartRadio, all that good stuff we are everywhere no cool down podcast youtube no cool down podcast uh twitter no cool down pod tiktok no cool down podcast uh instagram no cool down podcast uh only fans do not check that we are not there to leave that be that is that is not us please report that uh you know what i'm saying we have not hit that point in time in the economy we're still okay we're, we're not gonna resort to that just yet <laughs> but we appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all go show all those channels some love. Follow us, share the podcast and all the content around. We got a lot of stuff coming this year, so you guys do not want to miss it. Make sure you're tapping everywhere. But without further ado, we got a lot of news to talk about. Ah, so when are you ready? Born ready. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Let's start off light. You know what I'm saying? Get get our legs going. Get the stretch back. Uh, so a former Activision executive has accused. Activision Blizzard King of discrimination of quote old white guys which includes allegations of comments from former CEO Bobby Kotek stating the problem at Activision Blizzard King was that quote there are too many old white guys and and there was a direct quote also attached to this here that I thought was hilarious uh, a ba- uh, apparently, a pair of white executives left the company uh, based at least in part on Kotek's ages remarks and then they added that quote Activision placed profits over people by terminating the older, higher paid executives. Now, what? I, I had to laugh when I seen that statement. When what do you think about the, the the crazy discrimination going on against old white people in high paying executive positions in the gaming industry? How do you feel about that? Uh, Good. I think that <laughs> I think if anything, they're not discriminated against. enough. <laughs> I don't know what like I would love to know what people were doing during times of crunch like i think i think would be a really cool art project would be if somebody took a picture of like a game developer in the middle of like a crunch week right like on a sunday at like 8 p.m at the office 
and then a picture of like these executives at that same exact moment in time because mm. i would really love to know what they're doing when everybody else is hard at work that is because that is literally how the other half lives that's literally like those photos from like the 30s and shit in the in the and I'm about to say, I, I was it how, how the other half lives and stuff. It was like like people yeah, in the yeah, yard yeah. stuff, and they show like the, the old black and white pictures of people in the meatpacking industry and just like people in squalor and all that. And I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah, like I would <laughs> genuinely really love to know what y'all think are you guys provide. Like I understand there's certain things you guys do. I'm not gonna say your jobs are pointless because you guys aren't CEOs, but I just need to know specifically what makes you think. You deserve these high paying jobs with these very lax schedules because I have been in meetings. They're not strenuous, depending on the meeting. Um, but I I can tell by just by looking at what these with these developers are doing. That shit's a lot of work. Right. So if you guys are getting weekends and bonuses, like I just don't understand how a company can lay people off, lay a bunch of people off at the end of a cycle and then still say like, hmm. I think we are distributing the money correctly. I think the money is not going anywhere the wrong way because we we got to lay people off. Like, that's just the business. I don't think that is the business, personally speaking. I think that there's some money that could definitely be reform, like, put into better places. How about we, you know, keep people on? How about we, we, we not give people millions of dollars? I don't think anybody in the company should make more than a million dollars a year truthfully unless mm. everybody was making more than a million dollars a year mm. then we can bring it up but there's no reason that the developers or like the, the people who are actually making the game are struggling to pay to pay rent and pay and pay things when you yourself are taking private jets to like like what's going on here really bro it's uh it, it's 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 baffling when you when you really think about it though man because again this old white man who has been profiting off of the, the the systematic you know what i'm saying bounds of capitalism for the past however long in his old white life he's been in in a position of power uh he said you know what they're discriminating against us there's a problem they're 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 targeting us the guys that have made millions and millions and millions of untaxed dollars off of the hard works of regular working folk in the gaming industry. And and to call us old and white and there's too many of us profiting unfairly off of the work of so many hard, you know what I'm saying, hard-hitting, press-determined people who just have dreams of working in the gaming industry. No, that's unfair. Like, dog. It's the lack of awareness that kills me. It's the lack of awareness that kills me every time, bro. My man said Activision placed profits over people by terminating some of the people who have had the highest profits in the company for doing next to nothing. Like, bro, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's it's like being it's like getting the right answer but doing the math wrong. You're Dog. not wrong. Dog. They do prioritize yeah. profits. But then that, that last no. that last part of the sentence, buddy, that last part of the sentence right there. I think you missed something. I think you missed you it. You had us in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Bro. When he said that, I was like, okay. And then he said that, I was like, ah, oh, uh, this always always a catch, bro. And you know what? The worst person we know made an actually good point, man. He made a good point. Bobby Kotek was actually on the money with this one. And that's the part that sucks sometimes. <laughs> people you don't like or know are not great people, sometimes they will make a good point. You, you, you got to hand it up. In this particular one case, Bobby Kotek, he actually made a, a, a very good statement. Now, was it coming from a, genu a genuine like place of 
actual inclusivity and caring and an actual concern for the business as a whole and other stakeholders outside of the top people? Probably not. He was probably saying that in joke or he just doesn't like the rest of the white people on the panel. You know what I'm saying? But it's still a good point in impact nonetheless. Like <laughs> there there are too many of y'all. There are too many. You know what I'm saying? Let let's let's hopefully hit a better uh stride of goodwill in 2024 going forward. But unfortunately, we might hear later in this episode shit ain't starting off that way. It's not starting off that way. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, bruh. Well, we can move on to the next story here. Uh, speaking on Street Fighter 6 in 2024, they have started off the year with a collaboration with Spy X Family as they have some new avatar skins on Yor and Lloyd, a whole bunch of customizable options, poses, and and, and the like that's coming into the game. Uh, yeah, just, just a lot of good, you know what I'm saying, collab stuff. Just the first one of the year, hot off the press. When, how you feel about this? Uh, don't care. Nope. I, like, man, this could have been sick. Like, I think Street Fighter 6 has the right idea. I think their execution is really bad, though. I love Street Fighter 6, but I, I'm sure that a lot of people who are playing the game right now in 2024 are playing multiplayer. They're not playing with their, their avatar characters. Is it a mm -hmm. cool, like, thing to have? Sure, like, having my character look like uh, Lloyd. And also, like... I don't know what the crossover is between the Spy X family fandom and Street Fighter. I don't know what the I don't know Me, what the overlap you know, is. I don't know what the overlap <laughs> is. But I'm sure some people are like, cool, like if I got the Lloyd skin, like sure, I'll throw it on, but like I'm not tapping into Street Fighter 6 to to grind this out or to cop this day one, you know? Uh I like that I like that they're doing a lot of collabs, and I like that they're doing collabs with anime, uh <laughs> with animes in general, because I do think that anime collabs have a place in video games and very and even street fighter like how do you did a collab with something like they did a collab with baki i believe but again these collabs just aren't they're not doing they're not doing the things that you would want them to do like you want more than just an avatar skin i want to be able to play as like lloyd as one of the characters that would be cool you know what i'm saying like imagine jamie who drinks right if he had a rock lee skin mm. like and it looked like rock lee instead of people modding it like oh cool drunken fist rock lee everybody knows that's iconic people are gonna be playing jamie out the wazoo but instead we get this um who would i have it don't really care about it though unfortunately uh i can't wait to see the more collabs i hope they get more aggressive with with what they do with these collabs because i think like they're not being they're not giving they're not giving the power that these collabs could like these these collabs have power there yeah. is power in this and they're just not doing anything with it like when fortnite puts goku in the game goku can you can use a kamehameha mm -hmm. i'm not saying change up the way a fighting game is fundamentally played but you got to know where to slot things and it doesn't feel like they really do they're kind of just throwing this in here and being like hey look at us we know you like this come on bro come on it's 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 my ex family bro please come on you like this right yeah. that's what it feels like yeah it's that's that's difficult to do and and you bring up a good point with that like the level of execution how does street fighter implement collaborations that are lasting you know what i mean fortnite can do it easily you drop a skin you know what i'm saying it, uh, this, their presence doesn't fundamentally change you know what i'm saying a, a meta for the long term for the short term again you can add powers you can add you know what i'm saying little mini game modes you can add locations on the map those things are additives you know what i'm saying they don't really they don't change the fundamental base formula of the game they're additives on top which again they just enhance what you're seeing and, and you know who they're bringing in and stuff but for street fighter there's not there's not as much leeway with what they can do you know what i'm saying in terms of 
of that and they might change up the core meta like oh imagine they brought your and lloyd as like full-blown characters in the roster you know what i'm saying that would have been oh, crazy amazing but i don't know how that changes what meta you know what i'm saying the fgc might be losing their damn heads like what the fuck we gotta do like you know what i'm saying we don't know what that could change potentially so there's that tightrope that they kind of have to walk so i understand uh you know what i'm saying i i understand there being that little bit of kind of like hands off a little bit like a distance between how they what we might want to see you know what i'm saying more more deep i guess integration of the collaboration but i feel like there's got to be some type of happy medium like maybe you add like you know their characters into uh the world tour mode maybe you add more of like specifically move lists or specific moves that you can buy or add in the world tour mode and so people can go back and you know interact with them or have a little side side story or something like that that could be a good way to do it you know what i'm saying at least in my in my view you know what i'm saying like having that move sets that are you know can be you know per- purchasable or something like that not with actual points but like sp coins or whatever the fuck that, that they're called in the game uh something like that where there's some deeper it's like a step deeper you have to take a step deeper beyond just the skin beyond just the pose and stuff like that there's got to be something a little bit a, a little bit more uh you got to grasp onto it a little bit more is what i'm saying there's got to be something that's a little bit more long lasting in that sense and the skins are cool but it's an avatar skin and you know for people again who are just playing you know they're playing ranked they're playing with actual roster characters not their created characters there might not there might not be enough like shelf life for it to be uh seen as a viable collab or 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 a very fruitful collab you know what i mean mm-hmm so yeah, they've got to kind of grow back to the drawing board after this one. I like that they had the access to do things like this and bring different IPs in, but now it's just reworking that formula to see what can actually be done to make this more long-lasting and enjoyable for the fans. Because you know, a, a skin is a skin. Cool, people are gonna like it when you put it on. You know what I'm saying? But how much utility are people gonna get out of that collab once it's done? Because me, you know, what I'm saying Fortnite's the prime example. They're they're the standard bearer of this stuff now. I remember the Thanos collab when you know what I'm saying the Thanos skin drop the whole backpack bling and all stuff and you had the infinity gauntlet randomly placed on the map and you could do crazy stuff with it like i don't i don't expect that level of depth from street fighter because the gameplay loop is so stringent sometimes especially with main roster characters you can't really change the the formula or the balance of the metas or something like that but somewhere on the far side of that ballpark can you implement a move or a place in the world tour map or a little you know what i'm saying set of set of set of content pieces that are a bit longer lasting than just the skin yeah and it's it's just something that like i think a lot of people the street fighter community is kind of frustrated with is just like you're giving us like it's not like when fortnite drops the skin because you could play as goku and you'll see yourself as goku the mm-hmm. whole time like you use a skin for like a lot of other things but like when when street fighter does it it's like you're essentially using this skin in a loading screen because i don't even use my when i play street fighter online i don't even load into the place that lets me see my custom character i'm usually in the training lab before my fights so that i can make sure i'm landing my combos that's what sucks about it it's like you really avatar thing is cool i think avatar stuff should be included in these collaborations but if you're not dropping a chun li your skin why are we even having the conversations why is this even Mm -hmm. a thing Mm -hmm. A hundred, a hundred. There's got to be a bit more oomph to it, in my opinion. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what they got cooking down the line, but that's that right now. But moving on to the next story here, we got uh, a lot, again, out the gate of 2024, there's a lot of rumors swirling around. We got to address one of them here. Uh, According to a lot of insider reports, Nintendo has been speaking with at least three 
different independent studios to add to their partnership roster to make games based on nintendo franchises now we've seen this of course with a lot of different uh, other studios beforehand uh you know where they came in you know what i'm saying they like the mario rabbits games or something like that they kind of loan out their ips to see who can make something a little bit different outside of nintendo's usual wheelhouse and it seems like there's going to be a lot of uptick for that now uh so when uh l- let me let me hear your thoughts on this who could be some good fits and i guess what you might want to see Oh, good fit is an amazing is an amazing question. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, but I do want to say, firstly, Raging Rabbits. Crazy that I'm saying this in like 2024. If you'd have told me that I was gonna love these rabbits, hey man, when I first saw them, bad boy, <laughs> I'd be like, you're tripping. But now nah, that those games are pretty heat. They didn't know Ubisoft. That might be one of the mm. one of the few Ubisoft franchises that I'm actively like. This is guys. I hope they make another. Mm-hmm. Like they, they cook with those. Um, and we also seen them do things with Star Fox, but of course they did it with like some stupid ass like, oh, buy the the model thing or whatever. Like it's dumb. Anyways, what I would like to see, what companies I think would do well. I mean, we all know Insomniac would absolutely mm-hmm. the deep fry their movement. Their movement based games are just absolutely absurd. I 100%. can only imagine what they would do with a 3D Mario game like that. Shit would be fucking bananas. Um, other companies outside of like so like Insomnia, I, I feel like it's so Insomniac is such a cop out answer that I don't even want to yeah. say something <laughs> yeah. else because it's like I, I we know that they would make really really fun games uh i can't imagine them giving it to sega like that's just too close of a rivalry but, I mean, I but, see... but they've, they've done stuff with sega before i'm pretty sure no no they, they yeah. and they collab with sega all the time but yeah. i don't know what game they would give to sega that they couldn't do themselves right like mm, like yeah. when i think of sega games that, that nintendo doesn't do it would be something like rgg studios but like mm. they like imagine a, a yakuza game with freaking link you know what i'm saying like that yeah. would be so random where it's like He's just walking down the streets fighting people for no real reason with a crazy convoluted backstory. Mm-hmm. Like, there are many studios that can do the Nintendo thing, I feel. Like, and I could just be missing some, but like I'm all, I'm also like in my my brain is just shooting out like publishers and not really developers. Mm-hmm. But Insomniac, easy, easy dub for them. Um actually Santa Monica doing like a Legend of Zelda game would be beautiful, I think. I think it would be gorgeous. That would be hard. That would be hard. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to push away from, like, mm. uh, you know, Sony companies. You know, you know who would be crazy and also ties into a lot of stuff I've been seeing lately? And, and again, another story that we'll get to a little bit later. Uh, give me Tango. Give me Tango Gameworks. The people who made Hi-Fi Rush. The people who made The Evil Within yeah. 2. I okay. think that, again, they're independent enough and... I, again, I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll say it again. They're one of the most thematically flexible uh, studios on on planet Earth. I think they, again, to go from the Evil Within to and then to go to a Hi Fi Rush and to have all these like different games a part of your, you know, what I'm saying your 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 wheelhouse, the Ghostwire Tokyo. You know, what I'm saying to have yeah. that level of range is insane. But I feel like they have enough depth in them. To create something good in the Mario world. That to me, yeah. to me, I, I I feel like especially with Hi-Fi Rush, with how fitted you know what I'm saying that game looks in style and 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 flair to a Nintendo type game. I feel like that's a really good fit for them. I don't know what franchise exactly, but they could do something Nintendo with the ease, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think they definitely could do something. I think they could definitely cook. It's just also tough because like every company that I think like would do something really cool like. 
they they kind of already worked with because I was like, oh, what about Platinum Games? They've worked with Platinum yeah. Games multiple times. They just times. they just got to do they just got to do the, another Astro Chain if that's the case. I'm about to say if you still yeah. work with them. Yeah. Oh my God. And I I, I wish I had that game till this day. Mm. I sold it because I thought the game was laggy as hell, but I realized Aww. it was my gra- it, it was my capture Aww. card. It wasn't the, it wasn't the Aww. game. Like I was like yeah. so bad when I realized it because I was like playing it on my capture card, but I was playing it through the preview, not the actual screen. Mm-hmm. I was like, this game is so laggy. And then I realized, no, it's my input delay. I'm I'm dumb. But no, Astral Chain is such a good game. Oh no! I was gonna say, what if, what if, mm. what if we had like a keyboard spinoff where they go into the <laughs> Nintendo world? Bro, that would be hard. They've already, already worked with already worked with Square Enix, so it yeah, even be like it's open. Crazy departure. The yeah, line like is open. It wouldn't even like it wouldn't be so. It could be somebody in a different shit. You could open a universe. You could be like, hey, similar story, different people, like a Star Wars type shit, and like a galaxy Facts. far, far away type vibe. Like you could you could go crazy. That would be. That would be a lot of fun, bro. I need this. I need to see a party of Sora, Goofy, and Waluigi just getting shit in. Like, bro, <laughs> imagine because like the main character. Now we're over here making the game for them, but like the main character obviously originally created or whatever. But I think like we get Luigi because Luigi mm. I feel like would be the goofy yeah. in this scenario. Yeah. So it'd be like yeah. Luigi. I want to say Kirby, but I feel like Kirby's too big. I feel like Kirby mm. would deserve his own world, right? It has to be like a side character that has... So like Luigi, because Mario would have his own. Mario would be Mickey. So like Luigi would be Goofy. I'm trying to think of what would be... Yoshi maybe would be mm. Donald? Like I can see yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of. Like, yeah. Maybe, maybe Daisy, another option. I can see that. But then I don't want to put Daisy below Peach because she's also a princess. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we would figure it out. Hey, yeah. hey, Nintendo, call Hire us, us call- bro. You know what I'm saying? No cooldown like, consulting is still open for business, bro. We're still stronger than ever in 2024. If y'all need some ideas, we here. We here. Like, call us and then loop in Square Enix. Let's get on a conference call. Facts. We'll, we'll zoom it up. It's going to be great. We'll, we'll Facts. put the whole thing together for you guys. Oh man, and then we get a couple cameos, you know, new no cooldown folks. You, get me you know what I'm saying? Something. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me let me let me get in there. I'll be I'll be Jiminy. I'll I'll, I'll write a journal. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> I'll just I'll be like we could be like the angel and devil on the guy's shoulder or whatever. Honey, like, let, let us let's, listen. We we we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. Don't worry. All these don't even know about this stuff. It's business talk. Don't worry about that, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry. <laughs> when you see me up, when you see me in some credits, hey, just know we did that shit. Hundred, hundred. But yeah, I I. I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of studios that can that can you know what I'm saying of course take the mantle on but it just depends on the right fit. There's a lot of franchises in Nintendo's wheelhouse I feel like could use some love. Again, the Star Foxes, uh, Kid Icarus. I ain't even seen a Kid Icarus thing in oh, a minute. Yeah. Um, somebody could probably take that on. Um, F Zero is probably another one that's off the top of my head. F Zero because some some racing people can take that and and move it to a whole different level. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who's who's yeah. a racing company from EA? Is it Criterion? Was it Criterion? I, think it's I, don't know. I don't know if I would want Criterion to do an F-Zero game. It would have mm. to be somebody... Like, I'd have to find a mm. game that's similar to it. But, like, Criterion, I think, could cook. Like, I, not to say that I don't don't think yeah. they would cook, but there's, like... I feel like there's a better company out there that I'm just blanking on right now. Because mm-hmm. I would want... If it's an F-Zero game, I want that shit to be hella fast-paced. Yeah. I hear it. I hear it. Let me let me get a, let me get a Mario Party from Kojima Productions. Let's make that shit spooky as fuck. Let's do it. <laughs> I would love Kojima <laughs> to write a, a Legend of Zelda game, like a Majora's Mask type vibe. Like, that, I would love... That, that would, would be, be insane. So 
link link existential crisis in some random ass room that just keeps changing shape like the master sword room but it changes slightly every time and then it just warps out like the master sword would say the same but like i feel like he'd he'd be like you'd have to use like a different sword at the beginning of the game that like fucking i don't know like has the souls of the people you killed or something (laughs) it's gonna be bananas like when you when you play death stranding and you realize like how all this shit is why it is and how it is you're like oh this shit is dark and weird as fuck like it's so good anyways (laughs) that's the rabbit hole it changes you to not go down the death stranding uh thing i would love to see like a kojima legend of zelda type game but i also feel like i'm missing some franchises that nintendo has that hasn't utilized because mm. even like a kid icarus with kojima like a fallen from the sky gotta get way make your way back up i don't know oh wait a fucking kojima fire emblem game hey man all right hey, we're, we're be ca- yeah you know? yeah nah hold on that's kind of yo let's not get too deep in the weeds we give away free game it's free game it's free yeah, game it's free yeah. game no free clout no free clout man you gotta pay us for that we'll put that put that behind the patreon boy you better stop playing with us uh, <laughs> anyways we can move on to some other news here uh yeah uh, you know remember that conversation that we had earlier with uh you know what i'm saying 2024 has been wilding so far uh we're continuing that so basically literally at the same breath that they announced a lot of expanded broadcasting options twitch is basically said that they're set to lay off 500 people literally as as we're recording this people are probably getting the news uh, over 500 people uh you know what i'm saying are, are set to be laid off from twitch um amazon amazon video i believe amazon movies uh and, and prime i believe is going to be cuts across across all those organizations and uh you know just another one in the continued trend of just right sizing and trying to chase profitability in the eyes of jeff bezos uh unfortunate man i i, I feel for everybody who's been affected by this stuff but yeah just uh, any any words on it when it's awful i really do feel bad for other people who are involved and hopefully you guys land can land on your feet um yeah like it's 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 sad to see um and as a content creator you should be aware of these things because this is the platform that you are on um and just like just just pay attention to this because this is it's also isn't even like the last we're gonna see of these layoffs like absolutely not it's going to get worse before it gets better um but hopefully it gets better soon yeah and it just to, to step out of the gamer shell for a minute and just talk from a broader perspective it just sucks to see corporate greed work so hard in you know yeah. in, in real time because because of corporate greed they brought on so many different people bought so many offices you know expanded so much operation because of you know what i'm saying tax breaks ppp loans and all stuff throughout the pandemic they thought they could expand operations like crazy and now that a lot of the you know the byproducts of you now certain things have happened in the market and you know in recession stuff's going on a bit of a downturn the same people who have been expanding like that they kind of just cut it out just in the sake of hey we kind of overcalculated. we got to get right so we're gonna cut all you people off that that just doesn't sit right with me from a personal perspective yeah business of course you can see the outcome but i don't care about that outcome i care about people i care about you know what yeah. i'm saying people making a livelihoods for one and making the the entertainment content you know what i'm saying the, the the entertainment space the art space whatever you want to call it a better place that that's what i care about and the fact that a lot of these people aren't are, are getting laid off it sucks it sucks man like i i feel for them man i can i i, I echo what one said help everybody just land on their feet but it just 
it really is a pain in the ass to see late stage capitalism just work so swiftly to screw people over and again still cater to the the, the very discriminated group known as the old white executive in the gaming industry it's just annoying it's very very annoying yeah yeah, and that's all I got to say on that, man. Head up to everybody being affected by this stuff. Moving on, some other news here. So, speaking on, you know what I'm saying, somebody who's been taking a corner, turning a corner, uh, Sega. Sega has a new CEO of America Europe that seems to be a part of this big shift in energy for the company recently, uh, Shuji Otsumi. He is uh, leading the charge now. He's the CEO. He's he's now in seat, and he may just be gaming's most interesting executive. Honestly, take a look at his track record. Look look at this. Listen to this, y'all. He had a hand in the PlayStation One launch, the Dreamcast launch. He was heavily involved in the creation of Kingdom Hearts from the SquareSoft days. He was a project manager on Sonic Adventures. He was a big player in getting the super game project for sega and the recent revivals that we heard about from sega up and running and now he's at the helm he's running the show across america and europe so i mean what is what does sega's future look like with him and and how does sega stand you know what i'm saying moving forward with this when i think he's i think this is gonna be really good so i've always my favorite thing about sega at least when it comes to to the yakuza games that i've noticed is that i feel like they are trying to make video games where like everybody else is trying to make masterpieces or money machines mm-hmm. like there's they're still very much having the same when i play uh like a dragon game I, it still feels like i'm playing like a 90s game they're not trying to be the most they're not trying to do like all the, all the cinematics have zero cuts not saying not trying to shit on like god of war or anything but like they're not trying to do that they're trying to make a video game you're gonna play enjoy have fun with laugh at cry at parts like it, they're trying to make just a good video game mm-hmm and this seems like a good video game ceo like this seems like every part everything that on the track record is like low-key gaming history even like things like the dreamcast that weren't commercially successful mm-hmm. a lot of that's people still, still have a lot of love for the yeah, dreamcast. That's still history like, bro dream dreamcast. again dreamcast was it's still cool. serious business though man like damn like sonic adventures not not the best game but it's still one of the best games if that makes sense it, mm-hmm. like if you know you know like you're just one of those like that's okay, a that's a historic that's a historical landmark bro like that's exactly. a that's a notable one of the first point of references to gaming like you're not gonna sit here and say like it's it might not be your top 10 but to somebody that shit has a lot of fucking meaning so it's i think that this is a really good step in the right direction hopefully um hopefully again the thing is i don't think sega is really in a bad spot this year the only time that they kind of fumbled was really just releasing sonic Mm -hmm. when mario did but they announced sonic i think before mario was announced so they could not have possibly known but at the same time like that's the only fumble and even then that game is still good it's a good game it's just when it was released i think sega is in a really good place and i think him as a ceo we may be seeing some good shit coming out of this. Like, I think I think we're in a good space. Like, I I would have been afraid if it was kind of anybody else. Mm-hmm. Nah, hunted, hunted, man. It, it's just, oh, TB. Yeah, beyond. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's honestly really, really like crazy to see. You know, what I'm saying you, we don't hear too much of executives until after the fact when they're in the role, and then we get more of them. You know, what I'm saying they. A lot of people we don't hear about their track records beforehand. You know what I'm saying? We hear very little of it. But for his track record to be so extensive for one and two, still be very active in this space after that long two. And, and you know, he's taken, you know, more up upfront roles. He's been actively involved in, in stuff from beforehand, you know what I'm saying, with Sega. But it, it's it to me, it's a good sign. 
to me to see where he's been and what he's had a heavy hand in that is good things again i gotta pay homage because he had a hand in creating kingdom hearts literally my favorite game series of all time so that's already like bonus points in my book he's already up like 10 points you know what i mean but to be a part of things that are very very pivotal and not even looking at the past but looking at right now he apparently he had a heavy hand in bringing all all the sega revivals back again crazy taxi streets of rage shinobi golden axe the things that we all saw and got hyped over and stuff like that shout out to our reaction that's on the no cooldown youtube channel right now you know what i'm saying youtube.com slash at no cooldown go check that out good views uh yeah so it's just that level of involvement in the now seeing the the, the trajectory that sega can be on now is that's really encouraging that's very very encouraging so looking where sega can go once these once these remakes come out i hope they they come out in flying colors they're looking really good and they feel really good so people can take 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 to them so we can have that what what else do we need i don't i don't need i don't even deal with shenmue like that so so you can keep that uh somebody i know some older people are gonna be like why are you talking about shenmue bro bring shenmue back my fault y'all my fault i ain't mean it like that but uh again just keep pushing on with the like a dragon series uh i would love i would love they somehow got the rights to jesse radio i I about to say another jesse radio after that just lead with that give me more give me more I, I want Jet Set Radio. Um, what else is What else is in there in their uh, wheelhouse? Um, I don't think they have too much stuff. Do they have Beautiful Joe? They don't have Beautiful Joe, do they? I I think Beautiful Joe might be Capcom. I'm thinking I'm thinking, know, I'm thinking something have, else. I'm thinking like Virtual Fighter or some shit like that. You're I, yes, I think I think Sega does have Virtual Fighter. I don't think we're ever getting that, but they do have yeah. the rights to. I think Jet Set. We are getting a new Jet Set Radio. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. I'm talking about. I'm, I just know. I'm, I'm in another one after that one, bro. I'm just oh, like, yeah, yo, just yeah, keep yeah, it. Yeah, just like, keep like, it. Just yeah, keep yeah, that yeah. joint coming. Keep it rolling, bro. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it, baby. Uh, we don't need. We don't need fucking seventy dollar Jet Set Radio either. Like, just if you give us new maps, new songs, like cool shit to do, like mm-hmm. um, the community will be happy. Yeah, hundred, hundred, man. And uh, I'm pretty sure they have. They have. Um, rights over persona stuff right i believe they do own atlas if i'm not mistaken yeah so um, so and then that's that's a whole nother wheelhouse with that they can dive into i think they're in a really good way they're i think again for sega it was just Total War, and yeah. they do own persona yes yeah for sega it was just we have a lot of old ips and there's a lot of good stock in those old ips and now they're bringing them all back in force so i think they're in a good way and and i I feel like the ceo is gonna gonna instill a lot of the the momentum that 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 they need and he's he's already proven it with the remakes and all the talk and the momentum behind that i think it's only gonna just keep rolling further i think sega's in for a good year no for sure they're gonna be hot man they 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 have been in really good them and capcom they know how to like they're not necessarily changing the ocean when they drop their games, but their fans are happy. Mm-hmm. I, I as a Sega fan, am happy with my total... I mean, would I like my Total War games to have way less DLC? Yes. Mm-hmm. But are they are they gas as fuck? No. Mm-hmm. But I do like the game a lot, so I'll buy it anyways. Like, as a Sonic fan, you got some heat. Persona fans are going to eat. Like a Dragon fan... We're in such a good place. I'm sad to see January leave because once we get like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, we don't know what else to look forward to, but they said they got more announcements. I cannot imagine what else they could bring. But yeah, 
Hey, man. Football manager fans? Hey, you know, sure. For, I don't know for, anything football, about that. Football, <laughs> ma- football managers, oh, oh, amazing. I barely understand it. I try my best, but like, it's it's so good. It's so good. And football manager's always been a good game, a good series. And again, which has actually spawned people who are managing football now. Again, for any any football fans in the world, I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna say the will still thing again. But yeah, like, there's actual managers who are like coaching now in big leagues that have played football manager directly and have learned from football manager so like they, they're always goaded they always have stock in the game yeah so yeah shit man it's 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 crazy it's crazy but sega seems to be uh uh ready for a good break and and this you know what i'm saying this this new ceo looks like he's gonna start start bringing it that way so solid stuff uh moving on here uh, to a, a big topic which spawned like a 20 minute conversation before this podcast even started <laughs> after all this hoopla with the sag after actor strike and all the demands and the back and forth and the you know the, the the picketing and stuff for months the union and entertainment industry seem to have agreement to keep ai usage away from everything in the industry that touches actors except for video games because replica studios unveiled their new voicing agreement with sag astra uh you know basically saying hey we, we now have some way to provide some uh you know ai usage some generative ai usage for voice acting uh they've been touting this ethical approach to this this method this usage this this new way to create content and voicing you know work in the in the gaming industry and it just feels a little bit off you know it feels a little bit iffy to me personally but they've announced this the sag after said it's a it's a it's a great deal it's a great system apparently uh but when how do you feel about them uh, announcing this deal for ai usage uh in the gaming industry um i hate the fucks at the sag after um i loved what you guys were doing when it came to your own people but like this whole it's not gonna affect us shit is kind of ass it is really ass and it's gonna be I just don't know why you think it's okay for it to affect other things. I don't know if it was a negotiation tactic of like, hey, we'll let you do it in video games if you let us. Like, you're only, you're giving them an inch, but they're going to keep taking, you shouldn't give up any ground on this shit at all, to be honest with you. I don't know, even as a, as a negotiation tactic, if you were like, we'll get your money, but you got to let us do the things on the video game side. Like, why would you say yes to that? Because in in a couple years, when you, when, when this happens again... You're going to keep giving them more inches. You don't need to. You could just say no to that shit too. And to say, to do this for, for, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. On top of that, nobody really wants AI generated shit. Like AI generated shit is like, it's cool to the people who don't have money to pay for an artist. Like, and that's, that's fine if you're using it for like small BS shit. But at the end of the day, I cannot imagine an AI generated like, anything that would be better off ai generated than asking a real person to do it like there's no voice acting even the final shit sounds robotic the shit is ass Mm -hmm. and when you talk to real voice actors and they say any excuse they have about this shit being difficult it's not difficult because voice actors are doing full full video games in their closets a lot of them have fucking the equipment at their crib they can do it and you know they can do it you just don't want to pay the people you just want you want a computer to do it it's so dumb uh, honestly, SAG after swinging a miss on this one, you guys are fucking idiots. Uh, get your shit together. And yeah, no, like it, leadership is awful. And I, I, this isn't the first time people have said the leadership of SAG was, but like obviously you could you can't talk about your the leadership of the people you're you're striking with until after shit is done. But yeah, this mm-hmm. is a this is a huge step backwards. Yeah, and and 
you've hit that and i wanted to hit on something else uh related to this um i feel like we'll never or, or almost never hit the point where gaming is seen as just as viable as an art form as actual in the flesh acting or tv or movie acting at this rate they i'm sorry from this it just shows you how the rest of the sag after feels about video games and to to me that that's a clear sign of oh you know you can't touch movies and ai acting you can't touch tv and ai acting you can't touch the voiceovers and commercials and all this stuff video games Nah, have at it. Nah, you're good. You know what I'm saying? We'll probably we can we can find a way to see if this works out. We'll take your word for it. This might be a pretty ethical way to do it, I guess. But it's just I'm like, do you guys not see the equivalence in people in your own organization? And again, it's crazy to see because some truth be told, I may I may have heard this or you know this may be a rumor. I don't know, but gaming is literally the most successful, the biggest art form in the world. And it has been for a couple of years now. It has been for a few years. And it's going to continue to be. So shortchanging and kind of leaving it like the redheaded stepchild, like, it's not, that's not good. That's not good. And it just kind of it goes back into this whole rhetoric about the rest of different art forms seeing video games as reductive or not as matured or not as viable as an art form as everybody else. Again, I, we were talking about it before the podcast, and I'll bring it up again. It, it, it was kind of a, a, a one-off example, but it kind of led to a bigger argument type of thing. Now, Neil Druckmann was at the uh, Golden Globes and stuff like that. He was in the red carpet, and he wasn't getting no flicks. He wasn't getting no photos snapped of him or something like that. And people were making fun of him. People were picking jokes and stuff like that. And that's a whole nother separate issue. That's a whole nother thing. But one part of it, somebody brought up a good point on the timeline. There was like, you know, throughout all the work, throughout all the, you know, the groundbreaking or, you know, whatever things he, you know, he has done or, or you know, what he's been attached to has done there's still that distance there's still that distance of oh you know video game people are still trying to appease or get into the hollywood spaces into into these big things and it it sucks it sucks to see video games still kind of like little bro it's little bro because we're a new art form cool but you got to respect the fact that we it's equivalent it's an equivalent i don't care what anybody says this as an art form is equivalent and i feel like this definitely like has been a I mean, of course, it's been a recurring thing. You think about stuff like the Game Awards, getting all these Hollywood actors and stuff to come in and and, and do little bits and, and speak on, you know, the, the Jeff Keighley getting them in to speak for awards and, and present and nominate stuff, blah, blah, blah. This this that happened, the SAG after strike, you know what I'm saying? The new directman on the on the red carpet and stuff. It's just it's just this gap that I feel like we'll never fully get over because there's just the stigma around video games not being a viable art form and it it it, that that part annoys me that part annoys me beyond the obvious people in video games voice actors are getting shafted you know saying people who work hard to bring you great great voices and great great perspectives and characters on a variety of games titles whatever you whatever you want to have it just they're just getting they're getting you know potentially potentially getting screwed over we don't know what this thing could bring we all the side effects of this thing could bring just because technology's been hand in hand with with gaming from the beginning from the inception you know really or at least has been publicly publicly perceived as hand in hand with technology it doesn't mean it's open season for ai to come in and change the landscape on what actors are working so hard for that could change their entire life that could ruin what they've built they could they, that could you know alter their business model and how they put food on their table 
So it's 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 messed up, bro. It's messed up on all different it, levels. It's awful, and it's only gonna they're gonna look stupid when because as we've seen, a lot of actors, a lot of people in Hollywood are starting to take interest in video games. When things start to when when people get hired to do these video games, and they're like, "Yo, let's bring Anthony Mackie to do blah 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 for the video game number one." And then video game number two comes out. They're like, actually, we're not going to use you anymore. We're just going to use your voice, an AI generated version of it, and just put you in the second game. Motherfucker's going to be pissed. And it's going to be funny as shit trying to watch you guys have to argue, well, we don't want to do this anymore. You guys got to take that out. Like, sure, bro. You already gave them that. You gave them that leeway. Have fun. Have fun telling a big company that they're going to have to stop cutting corners. Enjoy that conversation. I will not be there for that. Mm hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like I just don't I just don't understand the logic behind it. Like if you're gonna and if you're gonna do a strike for video games, if you're gonna tell the SAG Astra, if you're gonna call a strike earlier earlier last year or, or later last year, whatever it was, they're like, oh, we're doing a video game strike. These games you can't support, blah, blah, blah. And you turn around yeah, and screw bro. them over in the same breath. Like that what that sense does crazy. that make? How did you call a strike for everything else? Do you, you want them to join your plight? You know what I'm saying? Which makes complete sense. You are right in saying, yo, you guys are a part of this fight too. Come on, join this. Let's strike. These games can't be talk, talked about, blah, blah, blah. And the the top, not even, not even 10, 14 days into the new year, not even two weeks. And you man said, yeah, this AI agreement for, for gaming, the, the people that helped us, they, well, they got AI on their stuff now. So what? Uh, like you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's it's so backwards. It's so backwards, and it's annoying, man. It's 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 insane. Uh. -uh. All right, moving on to more uh, positive news, man. The prodigal child known as Pal World is dropping January 19th, baby. And to Gaming boot is safe. We're here, baby. We're here. And to boot is dropping day one on Xbox Game Pass, man. Oh man. When talk to me. Talk to me. Man, I cannot express to you how excited I am for this game. It's gonna be a lot of fun shooting Pikachu's with the boys. I, and the thing is that like, it's not even the thing that makes me excited about this game. It's not even the fact that like, you know, I finally get to have guns in Pokemon because I never asked for that. Right. But the actual other aspects of the game, it just seems more modern. It seems more active. There are people who like, as we know, after after the game awards, there are people who don't like turn based games. Can you imagine that one? <laughs> um, but with this aspect, it looks like a way more involved game. Not only on top of that, it also seems like a game that they're not afraid of adding as much shit as possible for what seems like the free ski. Because mm -hmm. a game where you're able to catch monsters, raise them, evolve them. At one point, one of the early trailers had showing you crossbreeding them. I don't yeah. know how accurate that is or how. I think it was farm form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you could do so much. And like, if we were to be, if we were to be comparing this to other monster taming games, um, you wouldn't be able to do, you would be able to do maybe one of those extra things per game, right? Like if this was Pokemon, they'd be like, we're going to let you craft a building. Like that would be the, the biggest appeal of this mm -hmm. new Pokemon game is that you can now craft shit. Like, oh, shit, yeah. thank you. They're like, yo, we're going to let you craft shit. We're going to let you cross We're going to give you guns. We're going to give the Pokemon guns. Like, bro, what is going on here? It looks like Facts. the biggest game, the biggest game in a long time, truthfully. Honey, and it's like, dog, I thought we was going to get cease and desist. I thought we wasn't going to make it here, bro. Yeah, no. I thought we wasn't going to make it. 
Man, but, we up. <laughs> we, yo, bro. I used to, I used to, I used to pray for times like this. I used to pray for times like this for real, but like again, the sheer scale of it, the sheer again, just like you said, the amount of features and and functions and gameplay systems that are in this game is potential to be ridiculously huge. Again, you can base build, you can play the whole basic Pokemon route, and get your team of tamer, you know, what I'm saying monsters to tame and stuff like that. There seems to be a good variety. At least I, I saw at least like a like. 100 or something like that 110 110 different monsters or different pals to tame again the traversal options with those pals the different biomes i've seen it looks like a pretty big world uh and on top of all that it's co-op it's multiplayer you can have yes. multiple people in the same session people you know what I'm saying? people. That is an MMO at that point. That's that's insane. That's insane. A GTA Five lobby of online people shooting Pokemon, raising Pokemon, cooking Pokemon. It's not. What the, I, we need to stop saying Pokemon. Cooking yeah, pals. monsters. Yeah. Cooking pals. Like it's gonna be dope. Bro. Like that's crazy, bro. And and Xbox, kudos to them for the huge steal for getting this on Game Pass. I think that's gonna be really really fruitful uh, relationship between them two because a lot of people have been interested in Power World. And I feel like once it picks up. Uh, the release buzz. I think like it already has a lot of buzz, uh, you know, with the, you know, the hardcore ba base who's been seeing this game being developed for a little bit now. But Xbox Game Pass is going to take it to another level of like, yo, it's out there now. Like, damn, like people are really going to tap into it. And I think it, it's set up to be, it's not even a sleeper. I think it's just one of those games that people anticipated slightly. I, th I think it's going to be on the more anticipated list because people have been looking for this for a little bit. I know I've been looking at looking at this for like better part of like a year, year and a half, at yeah. least when I first saw it. I can't remember how long it's been, but this is going to be fire. I will be there. We will be there. I can't wait. Yeah. No, I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely the boys are going to be on it. And honestly, shout outs to them, man, because I'm happy. I'm happy that mm -hmm. they didn't get cease and desisted. Like, a lot of people have tried to do this. There have been other Pokemon like clones or, or mon monster taming like clones. But this is going to be this is going to be a really good one. We're going to have a lot of fun. 100%. 100%. I, I cannot wait for this one. Ah, oh, oh man, bring on the pals, baby. Uh, but we go move on to the next uh, news story here. Uh, after Hogwarts Legacy sold 22 million units last year, uh, WB uh, Warner Bros. Discovery they are ready to go all in on the Potterverse games, and namely. They are prepping to get a Quidditch game in the market in some form of it is already in beta testing. So uh, when more, more, more Potterverse, a Quidditch, Quidditch specifically. Yeah, uh, I will not be tapping in <laughs> um, as I as I said prior to any Hogwarts related stuff, there will be somebody who will be making money off of it. I don't really fuck with them like that, so I will not be be tapping in good for the people who want this i don't the problem is like it's it's a wb thing so mm. there's a chance this shit can be butt cheeks double butt cheeks quadruple butt cheeks yeah right because like look look up their track record is very very rocky with games i mean one of their games hasn't even come out yet and it's already getting shit on mm. like that's what's wild it's like it's already getting shit on so it's either gonna be one of those games that people enjoy um tap into i mean like i'm sure it's gonna sell like hotcakes it's harry potter but sure yeah. good for them i guess i i had no point even when i did watch i think i watched like the first three movies yeah footage looked cool did not not enough for me like i need i need to tap into this bad boy i cannot imagine shout out i don't want to say shout out to the people who are programming this but like this shit is going to be 
hard to do i couldn't imagine what the yeah. game would play like to be fun and like like it just seems like a, a wild ass moment but hey you know each their own yeah honey my my only question would be what is the delivery form of this quidditch game are you putting this in the hogwarts legacy title are you making it its own standalone thing are you charging full price um you putting it in fortnite what's the, what's the play here you know what i mean like what are you going yeah. to do to drop this game knowing wb it's going to be a 80 dollar game that's standalone that does not have enough features to sustain it for more than like three months but I just I just don't know what their exact method of dropping this game would be now again from a neutral point of view Quidditch is probably one of the most sought after modes in 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 history of gaming probably right next to uh San Andreas basketball or basketball in GTA in any format you know yeah. what I'm saying like it's up there it's definitely been been talked about in those types of uh and those types of conversations and in, in, in volume and stuff over the years but again the delivery method has to be right for this to be really viable if you're gonna drop 70 dollars for just quidditch alone i would not do that now if you're waiting for another hogwarts legacy sequel or something like that and then you put that on top of it as a multiplayer side piece thing cool you know what i'm saying that's somewhat more viable to the gamers and people who are tapped in to buy it, you know what i'm saying but i i again like like when i know where i stand you know what i'm saying if i play it i play it but did i buy it allegedly we'll figure it out that's all i know you know what i mean I I, yeah. I I can't say neither here nor there. Maybe you heard it, maybe you did it. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll leave it to you know what I'm saying. The the Lorax God and the people who might have seen this purchase or may or not have seen this purchase. That's all I know. So yeah. don't wait on it. Don't hold your breath. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't expect a when easy quitted stream anytime soon. I promise you that. Yeah, I hear I hear. But pushing on to the next story here. Speaking of those rumors, more rumors are swirling in the air, and we're starting to hear some buzz around Microsoft, and they have been exploring options to bring more first-party games to the PlayStation and Switch. They want to take things multi-plat from their first party, and we've heard two big rumors swirl around uh, in that kind of subtopic here. One, Sea of Thieves has been rumored to be a multi-plat drop in early 2024 coming to the playstation and potentially the switch heard a lot of buzz around that specific game and hi-fi rush has uh, had a lot of buzz around it of potentially coming to the switch and maybe ps5 there have been some conflicting reports about uh ps5 being included in that but is is this the right move is this is this viable for microsoft when how you feeling about this news I think that Hi-Fi Rush belongs on the Switch. I think it's a pretty good, I think it's a really good game. Mm. I have my own gripes with it, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> um, I think the game is really cool. And like, there are so many games that the Xbox has that I think really should be multi-platform. Like, I don't know why Sunset Overdrive is not multi-platform at this point. Like, you might as well. You might as well. Just like, bring give, that game back too, by the way. Yeah, like give us a two and drop the drop one on PlayStation. And PlayStation, like, let's... Let's let's be adults about this. It's not that deep. The game it's not like the game has a, a diehard fan base that if God forbid to go on your system, they're gonna buy Xboxes. Like I think I think exclusivity in games kind of really needs to die at this point. Um I know a lot of people like I don't, actually I don't know anybody who really likes having exclusives on their console anymore. I think if anything, it hurts more than it than it helps because who is really sitting here like man i'm so happy that they don't have starfield like man you know who. you know who. Like, you know who. the people with nothing else in yeah. Their lives, <laughs> yeah. but um i 
can imagine a world where they do drop certain games on there. I just don't know if it's really worth it for Xbox because at the end of the day, it's not like Sony's doing it for them, you know? Yeah. So it's like, what purpose? But now if they dropped it on the Switch, different conversation. I think Hi-Fi Rush on the Switch is a no-brainer at this point. Mm. I think any game you could put on the Switch might as well because it's not hurting your pockets. Like, it's only going to help you. The, the Switch the Switch fanboys are are going to cop it regardless. Like, if they have PlayStations, even even people who have PlayStation have Switches, like, I'll buy a Hi-Fi Rush on my Switch if I didn't have a, a an Xbox or a means to play it and I had a PlayStation. Like, just make your money, man. Mm-hmm. Let, let those old folks at PlayStation be broke, you know? Mm, nah, I, I, I hear it. So... This is my thing, and I definitely want to recircle on this when we get to one of our main stories uh, towards the end of the show. But Xbox's approach for 2024, they've had they have a lot of real estate now. Again, Activision settled. It's finally done. Uh, That's in the books. Uh, You know, I'm saying they have a lot of IPs that they can work with. Letting a couple of things go multi-plat, especially for games in the Sea of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush territory, where Hi-Fi Rush, again, critically acclaimed, came out really good. Shadow Drop dropped like the top of last Mm. year out of nowhere, and everybody's like, holy shit, this is good stuff. But maybe it it can it can do for more push and more buzz if it went multi-platform especially on a fitting system like the nintendo switch that could be a big benefit to xbox and the game itself that could set that could set hi-fi rush up for a lot more success as an ip if it gets multi-plat imagine if they drop it on the switch in the ps5 and there's a whole new set of fans like yo holy shit hi-fi rush is amazing like yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're fans of this now, and they're like, "Yo, y'all really like that? Y'all do?" And they're like, "Yeah, we like it." So they're gonna line up a whole no- a second game. The, the the whole second game's coming. The uh, sequel's already planned and stuff like that. And now they have even more incentive to drop it. Now again, there they have the choice of one, making it bringing it back to an exclusive and driving maybe a couple more units to to Xbox users or getting them on pc or whatever but getting more people in the xbox ecosystem that way or you just get more profits by dropping the the, the hi-fi rush you know the hi-fi rush sequel uh, as a complete multi-platform so you have that option of doing more things you know what i'm saying with uh, again a prime a prime first party title right now but that could spawn into something that's even bigger as a first party or you bring it to more people and have more profits from a multi-platform standpoint and that is a very very potentially big upside for them uh you know and i'll circle back to in a second but speaking of i see it thieves as well see it thieves could do for again an expansion of services an expansion of 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 servers i mean just more people to to populate the world to have more people amongst it and in it see it thieves could definitely do for that i think that's that's a no-brainer as well to drop multi-platform because again the more people you have on the servers long you keep it alive the more stuff you can drop into it and i think see it thieves is honestly it's come a long way i think it's a viable game that that deserves enough of server life to have more people play it so that makes complete sense to me uh, but back to kind of the overall topic and, and Hi-Fi Rush in particular, it's it's a first party game for them. It's a first party catch up game for Xbox. We, we've known this. We've said this for years now where Xbox don't got no games. You know, saying the whole the, the, the whole song and dance about that. But now they're in a place where they're starting to load up a lot of first party stuff. And again, I'm talking. I will circle around this conversation later. Remember this and towards the end of the podcast. They have a they're, they're, they're going to start loading up the chamber. You know, what I'm saying they're going to start loading up the clip. They got a lot of stuff going and they can make some decisions to really spread their wealth and and 
you know what I'm saying, not not out of reason to where they're not getting anything back in return, but they can put some feelers out and really increase the popularity of some first party stuff to start catching up to what the other brands may have. So I think there's there's a smart play in this, but they have to strike a good balance as to not give up so much of their first party IP to where, you know, they're not really getting much in return from putting stuff on other platforms. They have it, it's a it's a it's a balance that they have to strike. But I think this is good. I think this is good. Exclusivity is unfortunately for the sake of business, it's not going away because Xbox is Xbox, PlayStation is PlayStation, Nintendo's Nintendo. They're never gonna let that go because that's their main selling point. Why would they why would we even buy anything? You know what I'm saying? If it if you guys have no unique selling point to give to us, blah blah blah. But in Xbox's situation, I think this can be very advantageous and it could be beneficial to, to a lot of different people. You get to experience games that maybe you haven't had before, and there's extra buzzes added to their brand. So there's there's upside. I think this is a good move for them. And at the end of the day, get that game pass for, for $9.99. You know what I'm saying? If you want to experience more of the stuff that we got on our on our platform, you know what I'm saying? All the game pass evangelists, they're gonna be singing this to the praises like, oh look, we gave y'all a little taste test. It's like it's like I feel like Xbox might be playing a wire, bro. It's like, yo, give them a sample real quick. Give them give them a give them a quick little sample. You know what I'm saying? Come back. We got the rest of it over here. It, it comes to the spot. Like, yo, like what? They trying to string about this. They trying to like really big brain play this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they can. They can and that's what what sony is afraid of and that's really their superpower is if you can get people to to fuck with the brand with the game pass mm-hmm. and it's gonna be quiet imagine the game pass on a switch like that's a scary site for places hunted hunted it is that is spooky that's spooky yeah. that is cool nah yeah bro it, it's they, there's a lot of ways to slice the pie they just got to make sure that they're, they're walking the tightrope correctly that's all Mm-mm. All right, pushing on here. The diving into back into some FGC news here. We're set to receive a Hunter X Hunter or Hunter Hunter fighting game from Aiding and Bushi Road. Uh, again, it seems to be a three v three based fighter at the moment. We still got some details to come, but it's Hunter X Hunter or Hunter Hunter Nen Impact that's been announced. That's on the way. Uh, shout out to Aiding. Of course, Aiding has, has been very much a mainstay in the fighting game community with games like uh, Bloody Roar, uh, the Marvel's Capcom Three, and Ultimate Marvel's Capcom Three, Naruto Clash and Ninja. Most uh, and most recently, DNF Duel. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff under their belt, but we're still waiting to hear what this might be. Uh, when? How do you feel about Hunter Hunter Nen Impact? I'll see it when I see it. I don't <laughs> think it's going to be a good game. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing is, I don't know. I want to say it's going to be good, but I've said this about anime fighters before, you know? Mm. Do I think they have a good track record? We're not going to sit here and argue. We're not going to sit here and pretend they don't. But... I know how anime games go. I know what the <laughs> point of them are. They're they're not designed to be really good fighting games. These things are designed to make money. At the end of the day, that's just it is what it is. Anybody who believes otherwise is I don't know. Uh, uh, dope. I, I, like they they might be they might just have more faith in this than I do. Mm. I've I've been around the block a couple times. I've seen I can't think of one anime game outside of Dragon Ball Fighter Z that was truly trying to encapsulate what what the fgc wants in their games mm. a lot of it seems like hey we know you're a fan we're gonna give you the bare minimum we're gonna make the we're gonna make the most amount of profit on it and we know that at the end of the day whether you like it or not you're still gonna buy it because you're a fan of this anime mm. and 
it is what it is. GG's, bud. Next time, I don't know. Don't don't give us money. That's the only way that you can really combat this kind of stuff is like just don't give them money. But yeah, it, it's more than just me telling you not to. Like it's 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 a it's a, it has to be like a joint effort. Yeah, hundred hundred. I I I I agree. I just this is my only thing. Please don't be an arena fighter. Please. You, you oh, made what do you think it's going to be? Uh, nah, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. We can't. You know, the Marvelous Capcom 3. Come on. No. No. No, no bro. I, again, we can, we can do this differently, guys. If it's anything, just don't make an arena fighter. That's all I ask. That's that's my only thing. I will I will dive into this game. I will literally try my best. I'm not a fighting I'm not a fighting guy. I'm not a fighting game guy. I'm not an FGC head. You know what I'm saying? I got my respect and appreciation for it. Of course, I'm not the best, but I will dive in as much as I possibly can. As long as it's not an arena fighter, bro. I'm tired. I'm tired of them. Oh, please. It's gonna be the arena fighter. Oh my it's gosh. Gonna be, it's gonna have the same. It's gonna have the same. Hey, everybody uses the same combos. Combos will be slightly different. But it's gonna be the same buttons, and we're just gonna, you know, have to deal with it. Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I hope you're wrong about that. Honestly. I hope I'm wrong too. <laughs> Every day, I hope I'm wrong about this type of stuff, but I usually am not. Yeah, yeah. I hear it. I hear it. All right, pushing on here. According to some PlayStation blog post and rep corroboration, it looks like Silent Hill 2 remake and Metal Gear Solid 3 Delta Snake Eater are set to release in 2024 this year especially for silent hill we've we've heard a lot of reports that again the marketing promotion for this stuff is going to pick up very very quickly and very very soon uh so silent hill and metal gear solid this year i we'll see how they how they do this because i think that it's going to be a really cool it's going to be cool to see it's gonna be. I, I'm more excited for the Silent Hill 2 than I am for the Metal Gear Solid remake. I think the, the Metal Gear Solid remake, though, it's gonna be gorgeous. I do think that mm -hmm. is something I can say with my whole heart. Um, that being said, though, um, I can't wait to see what happens. Actually, we're gonna be optimistic. We'll. It's it's Konami, but we're gonna be optimistic. Mm -hmm. I I will try not to slander this. <laughs> emphasis on yet hey man i forgot to ask you resolutions but is one being more hesitant to slander i don't know uh no not at all that's, <laughs> that's far from what i would want to do i think one of my resolutions would be slandering without information i'll try i'll do that that'll oh, be the dead. best i can do for you guys is trying to not slander something without knowing everything um but i just i know i know enough of personal experience to know that Konami post Kojima they're not really gonna be trying to do anything crazy uh, here you know like they don't really strike me as the gaming company I'm dead hey man I, well, I mean, we'll see we'll see I gotta gotta figure this figure this thing out man but I hope I'm wrong I, I I would hope to see both of these games in 2024 just so we can get them underway. I Again, I have less faith over Metal Gear Solid 3 because we haven't seen more than just that one little snippet yet. So based off of what we've seen, I can't definitively say we'll get it in 2024. Maybe we'll get it later, like very, very late. Silent Hill 2, even less than that. But again, there seems to be more reports that are corroborating that actually dropping. So we'll just have to just keep a close eye. Uh, probably, honestly, we'll... we'll I think we're going to get another March, uh, a March, what's it called, state of play, and we'll get like a very, very lengthy uh, look at some of these things. If if this is true, we're going to have to get something by March or else I don't see where this is going to drop in 2024, to be honest. Yeah, 
I can't imagine when I, I think if I see the Metal Gear Solid game, the closest I could see it would be August. Because mm. I, I, and I don't even, I don't think I've even seen anything about uh, Silent Hill, so I'm not really yeah. on my breath on that one. Yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta be. They gotta hurry up. If it, they gotta put the pedal to the metal and start showing something, if they're really gonna drop this year, in my opinion, February, March has gotta be the play where they drop their first big, like, hey, we're here. You know, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But moving into the first trailer trove of 2024, this is, of course, the segment where we talk about all the more watchable media, the sit down, sit back and let it all, you know, what I'm saying play out the, the movies, the TV, the animes, the all that good stuff. And we got two stories here really quickly. First and foremost, we have a brand new Star Wars movie titled The Mandalorian and Grogu on the way. It's being directed by John Favreau. So, uh, you know, again, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, which is kind of like that big spark of the TV boom and the TV series boom after you know the Skywalker saga ended, it's now trying to lead that charge into the movies, going really full full fledged picture. Uh, when how do you feel about this? I think it's cool, but I hope that like it, the show translates well. I'm not saying that the show is bad or anything, but like there is there is a translation that needs to happen between a show to a movie. Um, but I think this is kind of cool. I do, I've always wanted a, a Boba Fett movie because I was a huge Boba Fett fan growing up. Yeah. But this is this is not a bad this is not a bad uh, substitute either. And who knows? Mm. Maybe he might show up, or yeah. maybe he might not. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Um, I will say there is a good and there is a bad to this. In my opinion, there are a potential good and a potential bad to this. The potential bad to this is that I feel like Mandalorian is kind of. It's not as simplistic as it was before, or it wasn't as approachable as it was before. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm a Star Wars fan, so like to some degree, I'm gonna like catch up on the other material that relates to it and stuff like that. I'm gonna watch it, and you know what I'm saying? If there's a if there's a a, a book of Boba Fett show, I'm gonna watch that. If there's a Shoka show that might connect to that. I'm gonna watch that. Like I'm going to do that. But for other people who first watched The Mandalorian, they were like, oh, something different than Star Wars. Let's just watch that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they just felt yeah. it felt maybe more approachable and. I don't know how applicable the plot and the, the the scope of the movie will be without that prior context. So maybe things might be get lost in translation. Again, I'm not I'm not trying to point fingers to the MCU, but sometimes the quality may be perceived differently if you don't have all the context behind it, and they might that might affect how the movie performs in people's eyes critically. So how they package this movie, how John Favreau delivers this movie, could be a little bit, you know, what I'm saying in 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 flux because we don't know how much context we got to apply from prior stuff to that movie for it to be you know maybe as good as it can be as good as it it may be you know who knows but the context from prior projects is a concern for me um the good the potential upside if this hits John Favreau's on it. It seems like again the the main guy who led us into this era of the 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 TV the limited TV series of Star Wars, which has been you know overall really good to us. Uh, if you ask me, uh, I think it's been as overall pretty good. He has a chance to fully bring us away from anything Skywalker, and to me, that is a positive. That is a very 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 big positive. I am tired of the Skywalker saga especially after seeing my boy finn so close to being a jedi in the skywalker saga and not even being deemed one annoying move that to the side if we can get farther from 
again, if we can get farther from anything Skywalker, I don't even want too many lightsabery things. You could add a couple, you know, Jedi's or whatever here and there. But it, if we can have a good project that's so, you know, what I'm saying substantial in its impact on the major on the major screens that moves us away from again anything star wars star wars skywalker sabery and stuff like that if we can move farther away from that and start telling more different different stories across you know the the the, the galaxy far far away if we can start getting into that full-fledged on the big screen that can be a really big positive again rogue one a lot of people's favorite star wars movie of all time barely had anything to do with it and you know what i'm saying a damn jedi or, or sith or anything like that you know what i'm saying not until the end part you know this could be a great way to take that detour left and kind of break apart you know what i'm saying fast and furious it's been a long day and just separate from the concept of skywalkers and stuff for a little bit and give star wars more room to actually be what what a lot of people want it to be an expansive universe that tells so many different stories we've seen a lot of them but the big screen where it's it, it's always been centered on for the most part where the bulk of you know the money's come from has just been skywalkers and 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 the jedis attached to skywalkers and stuff for the most part it's like damn people sometimes want different this could be a good chance yeah. to do that yeah and i i would love to see it but i love that you mentioned like how like it's gonna be interesting to see how people watch this show mm-hmm. when i watch the show watch this movie because of all the things that i have to do with the shows i've been saying this forever but yeah i am i do i do agree with you where i i would like to see what it's going to look like for the average individual to be like hey man i don't feel like watching an entire three or four season show to watch a movie mm-hmm. and it's going to be something that we i mean at the end of the day we're gonna have to we're gonna get to this point at some point where yeah. we're gonna have to ask the question is like is having an entire show before your movie uh, gonna affect hurt or help your sales it's facts. i always thought it was gonna hurt because at the end of the day there are people who watch movies that don't really feel like catching up on mad content but then mm-hmm. there are people who are more likely to watch it because of xyz mm-hmm. so we'll see i hope this movie does well um will i watch this sh- i i like the mandalorian but i don't really feel like watching more more tv shows i have so many already on my docket yeah but we'll see we will I see I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. And I agree. Uh, just just got to we'll figure it out, man. We'll figure it out. But hopefully this means good things for the Star Wars franchise and we can get some more diverse stuff, in my opinion. Uh, moving on to the other story of the trailer trove here for HBO's The Last of Us series. It seems we have our Abby casted as Caitlin Denver has been locked in for the role in the show's second season. Uh, yeah, she, she, she was casted earlier this week and uh, we got some more details on that just your reaction to somebody finally being casted for the role win i feel bad for her no <laughs> this might be her big break but it will be it will come it will not come without a cost mm. um like i i i genuinely like last of us 2 probably one of my favorite games of that generation like mm. and end of the ps4 era iconic i think it's arguably one of the best games on the playstation and unfortunate for her the the community the fandom bunch of babies let me tell you so that girl is definitely gonna be in for a rude awakening on the timeline when them boys are out here saying the wildest shit to her because they don't understand Mm. uh what a good plot looks like yeah oh no way she was in the mentalist oh my gosh she was that girl oh she was also in a she was she was in a she played i think she played 
Nathan Drake's daughter in a uh Get out of here. Uncharted on Uncharted 4. I could be wrong. Get out of here. But that might be her. Get out of here. There's no Oh shoot, she did. Damn. Yeah. Not the not her first naughty dog uh project. Ah, so she's familiar with the squad. She's familiar with the squad. Now, I apologize for the mispronunciation. It's Kaylin Deaver. My bad. I, I don't know why I added an N. You know what I added an N? Ace. It was Ace. Ace oh. did that. Because I've been slandering Denver in my head for the past, like, three days. I've been thinking of stuff to say to him when I next see him. Oh, my goodness. I, it's Ace's fault, guys. A, blame Ace the Don XL. My bad. Always blame Ace the Don Always. XL. Hashtag blame Ace the Don XL, man. We're going to start that. We're going to get that roll. <laughs> but, hey, uh, what was it called? That's fair. I Yeah, again, all I got to say is she needs to be on them steroids now i want to see beef i want to i want to see her get bulked up when she beats the hell out of pedro pascal and yeah literally that stock up on the creatine and make sure your short game is good i want to see them putt strong you know what i mean it really just Absolutely. you know to so get some work in call roy mcelroy call tiger woods whoever you have to call get we sports you know what i'm saying just really get get in there you know what i'm saying put some put some oomph into your swing you know what i'm saying i want to hear the we clap in the background wow <laughs> I, I, we need that we need that man but again outside of that honestly please studio protect her actors please protect her people yeah. stop being idiots and, and just because she casted a, a controversial character in your eyes doesn't mean that the human being should be subject to to some level of you know what i'm saying ire or or just slander or whatever bro like relax we already saw all the tough stuff with um the girl who who um was the face face scan actor for uh MJ um this past yeah. week there was all that stuff around that like God, please these are human beings they're just acting this is their job they like to do it this is their job they are not those characters relax let her cook that's all I gotta say yeah. hope she does a, a smash up job yeah I can't wait to see to see what happens uh to all the people who will most likely harass her. Uh, there's a reason you are alone and single and on Twitter every day. Mm. Uh, get a life and, you know, facts. In the, in the future, just understand these are all video games. Uh, this is why nobody takes you seriously in life is because you're harassing people over a video game. Mm -hmm. My resolution in 2024 is for you to get some bitches. Simple. That's a hard resolution to keep. I'm not going to lie to you. The way Amen. they act. Amen. You can have hope for anybody. You can have hope for anybody. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Let's move into the main stories of this first episode of 2024. Uh, hot out the gates of this year. Xbox was like, hey, we going first. We are we up first, y'all. And they have their first developer direct of the year. They have announced it. It is happening on January 18th. And they have a lot to show, apparently. Most notably, we have uh four main games that we're gonna see some more uh you know deep dives into. One, our history untold. Uh be from the folks behind Civ. They got some new stuff to show there. They've got Hellblade 2. Uh again, a, a big deep dive uh scheduled for them as they're slated to drop this year. Avowed has gonna ha is gonna have a big deep dive which i'm excited for uh which is again dropping this year and we have 
have a 10 minute gameplay and some more snippets from the Indiana Jones game from Machine Games, the studio, of course, behind the Wolfenstein series. Uh, again, at least the latest iteration of like Wolfenstein, the new blood and stuff like that. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of stuff from them. Uh, and we're going to see what they've got cooking for with the Indiana Jones title. Uh, no updates from Activision just yet. Uh, Xbox did say stay posted this year. We will have some news on Activision titles and what's going to be in store for them as they're incorporated into Xbox's, uh, you know, plans and, and execution. But uh, listen, this is next week. Tell me, tell me how you feeling, bro. Tell me how you feeling when, how you feel about what's going to be in store, what they have cooking for this developer direct. I'm expecting a cool, sick indie that we were not expecting, like something small, nothing, nothing crazy. We're not, I'm not talking about something that's going to change the way the landscape, but something that we definitely weren't expecting or never heard about that's going to catch our eye a little bit, kind of like a Juson like type vibe. Like I love Juson. It was probably one of my favorite games of last year. Mm-hmm. But something along those lines of like, oh, I didn't, I did not see this coming. But something like that in the direct, and I think they're gonna drop something on us that of something we do know that we didn't know they had a hand in, mm-hmm. right? I don't think we're gonna see anything Overwatch related, but like, if I see something along the lines of like, I don't know, I don't even know what I would like think, what I would consider, maybe something like a, the, um, uh, uh, what's that? What's the game that everybody's shitting on right now? Suicide Squad on Game Pass Day 1 or something along those lines. Like something small that we're like, oh, okay, cool. I'll definitely tap in. But they already announced Power World. So like that kind of prediction kind of doesn't even feel fair anymore. Because like I was not expecting Power World on Xbox Day 1. So I don't know. I I also do think the Indiana Jones game is either going to blow me away or make me roll my eyes the hardest <laughs> I've rolled them in a while. Like again, when I heard Indiana Jones game the first time, I thought it was a joke. When I heard it the second time, I was like, oh, okay. I forgot this even existed. I guess we're still going through with this. I the movies are cool. I did I just didn't know we needed this, but hey, I'm not the one who makes these decisions. Yeah. Nah. I, hey, hey man, it is what it is at this point, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm actually pretty excited for this. I'm pretty excited for this. Our history untold. I'm not too too psyched, but again, I might, I might have a quick yeah. side eye for it. You know what I'm saying? I got I got a you know what I'm saying that 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 little that little part of my part of that subgenre still in my heart. I actually need to play play those games again i miss freaking again just like i haven't played much of civ ever but i i miss those types of games like uh oh my gosh the, the name is literally escaping me and i apologize oh uh, uh, you're talking about age of wonder or uh, age of mythology age, or something? age of myth thank you i always talk yeah. yeah i always talk shit about age of, or i always talk about age of myth in general because that's literally my favorite one out of that whole you know genre space whatever fucking love age of myth um uh, so I got a little something for that. I would keep a side eye on that stuff. Hellblade 2 been talking about for a long, long time. That game just looks better and better every time I see it. Fantastic. And again, first iteration. I can't wait to see what they're doing with the next one. Avowed. You know what time it is. Whenever I see Obsidian, yeah. you know what happens. You know what happens when Obsidian rolls up, bro. They do something better than somebody else. That's what I know. That's that's all I know. You you can you can read into that what you want to read into. You know what I'm saying? But Obsidian always does good work, and I'm very very excited to see what they cooked up for this. I, I, I've been, you know, what I'm saying like I'm still trying to figure out some of the details and stuff of, of what we're getting. But again, we're set to get a lot of stuff from them here, so I can't wait to see. I think I, they're supposed to drop this year as well, so that's gonna be a big title that could be in the mix and the indiana jones game which i've heard barely anything about until you know we're probably gonna get the actual gameplay here and again because it's the team behind the, the latest wolfensteins i am i have growing excitement for this i have very very much growing excitement for this i don't know 
Funnily enough, uh, while I was uh, still on vacation, I ended up watching um, Raiders of the Lost Ark again. It was just on TV, and I like watched it with my brother and stuff. And I was like, "Dog, recreating this feeling, just like yo, just like again, the set pieces, the 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 locales, and just that level of kind of interactability with the action. Again, this is this is like Uncharted, Uncharted's father and stuff like that. Laura Laura Croft is the yeah. mother. Laura Croft is the mother. Indy's the father and stuff like that. So how do you bring it there and putting its own little spin on? that uh you know it's gonna be interesting to see them do it but wolfenstein is no no stranger to action you know saying big set pieces that type of fast-paced you know ability that and just the historical the, the historical elements you know what i'm saying the 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 treasure hunter type of elements that again we know in d4 i want to see how that's implemented in, in several different games gameplay systems so that's going to be interesting to see um yeah i think this is this is going to be uh, this is going to be a solid one in my opinion for him and kind of looking back at you know what i talked what we talked about in the last xbox conversation with the expansion of ips and this now um is 2024 going to be xbox's year is it no i don't know i i want to say no because this lineup is good but it's not it's not significant enough you know to make it its year i think about is going to be super dope mm. but like i don't know every time i think they're, they're going to have some some fire cooking up they disappoint me, like uh, with uh, what's this game called? Uh, Don't say Redfall. No, oh, not okay. Redfall. Oh, the uh, Starfield the game. Yeah, no, not Starfield. I mean, not just Starfield. Yeah, that's what it actually was. Nah. <laughs> Starfield. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say Neil Armstrong's Wet Dream is the best <laughs> way to describe that game because that's just what it is. It's just like, yo, remember watching the, the moon landing for the first time? No, because you're not 75. Oh, I'm uh, dead. Then this is gonna be the game for you, like just fucking plunky robotics a bunch of people just standing around on dead planets like it's not they kind of disappointed a couple times after they got my hopes up so i'm gonna say no to every year maybe i'm gonna give it two more years because i think they still need mm. some time to cook because this what i think a lot of people don't realize or like one thing that i th i my reasoning for believing that this isn't their year is just because they have spent so much time acquiring and grabbing things together. It's like when you go to the grocery store and like you buy a bunch of shit to make some some good food, mm -hmm. but you haven't spent a lot of time in the kitchen. You spent a lot of time in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. You looked at a lot of different ingredients and you copped a bunch of different stuff, but you're not ready to cook yet because you haven't really done anything in a while. Mm. So I think they need a little bit more time finding their footing, finding like Xbox specifically needs to find a way that they can support all their studios, not just a couple. So that like things like Redfall don't happen again. You yeah. Know? So that a lot of people don't come out with like, well, if we had the money that they gave to Starfield, because even like, look at that. We had Redfall. We were like, this shit was ass. And, like, don't worry, guys. We helped with with Starfield. So it won't be as bad as it was with Redfall. And it wasn't as bad, but it wasn't good either. Yeah. Like, that's what you look like when you help the studio. Mm. So if that's what it looks like, you guys firing on all cylinders, you guys working cohesively, yeah, I need to work. Yeah, I need a different. Yeah, I need a different something. Something needs to change then. Because mm. I can't. That can't be your your us as a unit game. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. Like Final Fantasy 16 is Square Enix as a unit, and that's a great game to showcase that. Hmm. And nah, serious, serious. Uh. Now, for me to answer that question, uh, it could be, it could be. 2024 could be xbox's year it could be and i'm i'm looking at this from uh again 
from a game standpoint, from a release standpoint, from a a services standpoint, what they can bring in terms of the ecosystem and the moves that they make, and from an announcement standpoint. Uh, announcement standpoint, I feel like it's very self-explanatory. They're gonna, I think they're gonna have a lot of stuff stocked in the chamber, especially after again, uh, they, they literally bought Activision. They're gonna have at least like four different crazy things that they're talking about. A lot of things for them to recover in terms of the IPs that were delayed and stuff like that that we you know heard you know heard about, but they've been pushed back a little bit. Perfect Dark, I swear you better have news this year. Or I will die. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna die, but really, but seriously, guys, come on. Uh, those things uh announcements are pretty i think they should have some really big announcements in their back pocket and and they should be you know what i'm saying letting letting them fly across this year they should be letting a lot of this fly between with 2025 and 2026 approaching i think those are going to be i don't those are going to be big years 2025 specifically is going to be a big year you know what i'm saying gta ex- excluded from that i still think it's going to be a lot of stuff that they're teeing up for so from announcement sides they should be chock full of stuff from the the services side and what they're doing and the moves that they make and again talk about the prior conversation that we had about them expanding their ips to other platforms they have the opportunity to again as they build up their first party strength they have a chance to it's a bit of a gamble but they have the chance to raise the popularity and raise the profile of some of their first party things uh to show one we have games that we've we've had on here we're going to give them to you to share a little bit on other platforms but show one hey this series that we're giving to you we're making more of it if you like it and if we get that feedback you know back to us we're going to create more of it and we have the option to either give you more for more profits or release it as an exclusive and bring more units into the xbox ecosystem like like we were talking about before and there's that there's that side of the argument and then there's also it gives the xbox brand more standing in the first party race we already know again it's that age-old conversation do they have what it takes to create a healthy first party library you know what i'm saying they're starting to they're starting to build a bit of momentum finally and and again the avowed again the hellblade 2 i think these are good starts solid things to, to comb in through this year but they have a chance to kind of really showcase to other other audiences who are very set in stone of like damn xbox ain't had no games before what about now like they can show a little bit of a difference in opinion they can show that hey we've been working on this this and this we showed you you know what i'm saying hi-fi rush came out of nowhere last year that was just something we had in the back pocket the shadow drop wait till we have stuff that's really going in this could be a, a state this could be a big statement year for them honestly and in in a in a year where i'm not sure what else is coming for playstation entirely i still have to check on top of my head uh, outside of the you know the last of us remaster um what what else do you know anything else is coming out for playstation on top of your head outside of like i i don't count i don't count the konami final joints final fantasy 7 rebirth okay I, I will count that one i'm about to say that's an early one um it's it's not it's not like a blowout thing where they have like 80 million first party titles or like seven big first party titles that are like yo oh my gosh like playstation is gonna blow xbox out the water again it's still very open from the from the gates you know what i'm saying from the starting pistol to right now it seems that this year is poised for it, it can be anybody's game that's what i'm saying so xbox has a chance to really set the tone and say not only do we have some solid games coming out this year but what we're setting up for and what we've we're building in our ecosystem is stuff that you know we can give you a little first party thing but we got some heat coming so they can really build their status up as somebody who can 
you know, can punch a punch above their weight and get into the classes where PlayStation set themselves up as, where Nintendo set themselves up as, as viable first party, you know what I'm saying, heavy hitters. They can, they can get to that point. They can start to build up that reputation from now with the moves that they make in those services. And with the first party stuff that they got, again, if Indiana Jones is somehow like a smash hit, it's already a known IP, that could be something that's, again, something that's sleeper, but establishes them as, as quality. I, for me, it's not like this year is not going to be the, the the largest games that they have on offer because Elder Scrolls is still in the waiting and who knows what that's going to be. You know what I'm saying? But off of name alone, that's a big that's a big title. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Activision stuff. They just got it in. Who knows what it's going to be because they're still formulating all that stuff. Who knows what you know what what's going to come of that? I'm not counting Call of Duty in their in their mix, but people could count Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, or Gulf War, whatever the hell it's going to be. They could count that as an Xbox win because they have it under their belt automatically, so it's going to be a moneymaker. But this still is, is it can be a statement year to show Xbox, hey, Xbox has quality stuff. We're building quality stuff, and we're going to be able to punch a punch to the weight class of PlayStation now in the first party. This is a year for them to try and prove that to, to me. Can they do it? I think they can but it just comes down to the consistency of the drops that they have. Again, the Hellblade 2s, the Avowed, uh, the Indiana Jones game. I think these are three good, good places to start and potentially start to prove that. But, uh, you know, seeing is believing. Seeing is, seeing is definitely believing. But do I think 2024 can be Xbox's year? Yes, I think it can be. We're going to have to wait and see. I, I guess I'm just not... Xbox just doesn't really be wowing me like that, I guess. Like I'm just I mm-hmm. I want them to I want them to succeed, but I still feel like their their new approach. While I think their new approach is also very unprecedented, they haven't done. No, yeah. nobody has done. Nobody's it done, it, yeah. done it. This is this is serious. Like they, it, it's it's like they have to give some things up to get in the to get in the you know what I'm saying to get in the the mix. They have to get in the fight a little bit to prove themselves. Like they gotta they have to you know what I'm saying put up some collateral to get into the poker game and then they gotta start playing playing the rest of the way they play the show oh yeah he's actually serious you know what i mean like they have to do these things because they're so far back in that market we've already established that you know what i'm saying but it's 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 not easy it's gonna be a lot of give and take maybe a little bit more give than take at this point because nintendo and playstation are so set up but if they play them cards right and they really show that the stuff that they're pushing out to multi-platform is good, and they and they, they they kind of again set that precedent of we're making quality stuff in our first party, they can start to really catch up. They can. I, yeah. I fully I fully believe 20, 2024 can be their year of saying like, hey, we're on the map and we on heels. So you know, but again, seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. All right. Uh, the last thing we got on the notes is some a little bit different. Some a little bit different, man. I wanted to kind of uh, start to introduce some of these other side topics and stuff, and now well, just just other kind of like you know just looser things. So with 2024 being here at the first episode of the year, I definitely wanted to start talking about some bold predictions for gaming in 2024. Uh, there was a thread on Twitter uh, from, uh, I believe his ad is Dom's playing. Shout out to Dom's playing. I saw this literally earlier in the year. I was like, shoot, we can comb through a couple of these, see what's going on, see what people might have quoted. If we have any of our own, we can, uh, you know, what I'm saying jump on it, see if anything sticks out. But yeah, let's uh, let's talk about some of these bold predictions. Uh, let me see. There's a few of them here, but let me let me drop this first one. I saw Sony buys Gearbox software. How do you feel about that? I saw that one. I thought I think it's pretty interesting. I don't know if they would 
because I feel like I feel like X, not Xbox. I feel like Sony buys. I don't know if Sony would buy Gearbox. I feel like Gearbox buys other companies. So like, for them to buy all of Gearbox, I feel like they might be just a smidge too big. But I mm. do think Sony uh, Gearbox under Sony would be an interesting, interesting take. Mm. I. I'm gonna say I can't see it happening, but it would be interesting if it did happen. I, I would be like, that's a good company to pick up. A little rough around the edges with quality, but I think they make amazing content regardless. Mm. That's fair, guys. What, what I was gonna say is the other one that I saw was like, oh my god, I just lost it. Um, the Sony buys Gearbox. Apple buys Sony was like nuts. I was like, that's not that's mm. not gonna happen, but. Um, Damn, I think I, I think I might have lost the one that I was looking for. Yeah, I, I can I can say one more in the meantime. Um, what's it called? Somebody said that. Uh, what? Well, damn, now I lost it. Damn it! Here you go. <laughs> it's it's a it's a horrible yeah. it's a yeah. horrible trend going on here. Uh, we can we can we can talk about this one real quick. Valve announces Half Life Three. That is never happening, brother. That's never no. happening in your in your lifetime. Think- Gabe Newell will never do that. He is making too much money off of Steam. There's no way. He does not care. He does not sometimes care. Sometimes I just sometimes I feel like with certain games, like if it's not getting a sequel anytime soon, like you might as well just like let it die where it dies. Yeah. And or just like let just let the, the dude who wrote the game write a book or something to finish out the story. Because I don't even know what a Half-Life 3 would look like that would appease the fans. That's shoot. That that is a good question because I'm about to say that beats me. I have no idea. Like you just gotta get like a, get on the Alix two, get on Alix two or something like that, man. Yeah. Like that. That's literally it. Just just ride that bandwagon, and then that's that's as best as you can do. Um. Let me see what the other one here. Speaking of sequels or, or some type of iteration, Bloodborne remake, 4K 60 FPS, 2024. Do you believe that? Do you believe that to be a, you know, say something that can come true? Not this year, not this year. I think it would come true. Like it would be like a Demon Souls remake. And remember how like Demon Souls came yeah. out way early PS3 era, and then they remade it for the PS5. So what was that PS4? So PS6 era Bloodborne. I mm. can see that easily, but not not this year, no. Yeah. No. Nah, okay. 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 That's fair. Uh, let me see. What else, what else was in here that made me jump down? Um, they said the next Bioshock will be revealed and released in 2024. Big cap. Big cap. I don't believe I don't that know. one. I don't think they're making any more of those games. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't want to be an asshole, but I don't think they are. Somebody somebody said an interesting one here. Netflix will acquire Embracer Group. That was an interesting one. Hmm. I, I'm like, yo, that's, that's kind of wild. But is it far fetched? Because Netflix, again, they've been starting to put out more games, and they've been starting to invest heavily into that, into this side. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it pop up in the last like couple months. I, I don't want to say that that's wrong. I could see Netflix spending money on dumb shit all the time. Like that sounds very on brand for them. But I don't. Mm, I don't see them buying Embracer Group, but mm. I do see them continuing to try to make their way into this gaming space. Where I hear that, I hear that, I hear that. Uh, let me see. There was one here. Uh, well, actually, wait. I get an obvious one. Nintendo Switch Two. Does it drop this year? That's my bold prediction. It will drop this year. You think it's gonna drop this year? Like, actually, at this point, the motherfuckers, come on. Holiday. 
Just give up. Just drop the next one. Let's go, man. If they drop it, they would have to announce it in March, I think. Which I think is very possible. You're not. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I don't. Do I? Do I think I see a switch two in the on the horizon? Mm. I don't know, man. I want to say yes. I want to say yes, but my body's just like, bro. Them boys, mm. like, like, yeah. No, I think it has to happen because I feel like the way Legend of Zelda performed on the Switch, if they were serious about quality, they would be like, yo, that game, like the the game was great, but the game was not working as well as it could mm. be working. I think we need to. I think it's fi- finally time we step up. So we'll see what happens. No, I hear that. I hear that. And uh, this is one that was interesting as well. Um, it's not well. This is a kind of half bold prediction, half like a question. Um, but somebody said um, Xbox will acquire the marketing rights to GTA Six, and they'll have the lead on that going into their release for next year. And that's a question. Like that's actually actually a really big thing. Like interesting. With them or I know PlayStation is going to be horny to try and get those marketing rights as well, like trying to get some type of not necessarily exclusivity, but some type of priority in in, in a marketing deal or something like that. There's got to be something to be had on that front. And if Xbox can get it ahead of them, that's a big that's a big knock. That's a big blow to to PlayStation uh, if they're trying to, you know, I'm saying market something in that way. There's any competition on that front. It would be smart, but the way that that game is leaking, it's almost like I feel like it's it's mm. not gonna be worth at that point. Like you're gonna be like, "Yo, I'm gonna pay you nah, all still, this money for us to release shit," and they're gonna be like, "All I right, st- cool." I still think it'd be worth it. I still think I still it, it, it would be worth it, but not well, whatever money they're gonna pay for it. It's gonna be like yeah, it might be reduced. Be buying a bad, yeah, like you're just gonna be buying a bad product. Like regardless how much money you paid for it, it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna generate as much because a lot of people are getting their information from GTA mm. from leakers now, and I think it's gonna be a headache and a half if they pay for it. But I could see that. I could definitely see that because I think PlayStation owned the marketing rights to fucking GTA, and it really didn't mm. do much. Like to me as a gamer, it didn't really do much for 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 me. I was just like, yeah. okay, it's just. It's it's on both systems and it's on PC. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But there were it was always like, oh, in the PlayStation event, check out this GTA trailer. The GTA mm-hmm. trailer is like, hey, it's the same game, and I'm like, oh. Yep. Yeah. But again, the perception is reality to some people, so it, it could mean a yeah. whole lot. It could. And I'm not gonna lie. In a time where there's like, PlayStation this year is, it's a it's a huge shoulder shrug. PlayStation, I don't know what they're going to do exactly. Again, you have the third-party stuff. We have Final Fantasy. They have Final Fantasy Rebirth. They have, uh, I about to say, they have some of the third-party stuff from Konami. They have the Metal Gear Solid. They have the Silent Hill, um, which are big, but the third-party, so I'm not counting it first-party. In terms of that, like, I don't think they're going to have too many big first-party things. There. I think the, their third-party stuff is going to be dominated from their plans this year. They need to get a multiplayer. Like, t- They need to get something multiplayer that's attributed to their brand. In, in either a marketing partnership or whatever they need to have something quickly in my opinion third party in general but multiplayer specifically they need to have something like down there you know what i'm saying they need, it, it, will, will destiny the final shape will that come out in a good positive light who knows so outside of that they got to find something fairly quickly to, to kind of have a substantial year in my opinion because outside of that i don't see where i don't i don't see you know like the the craziest stuff is going to come out I, I don't know if this is going to be the biggest year from playstation you know what i'm saying in my opinion they're they're leading they are leading with last of us 2 remastered yeah. you know what i mean 
You know what I mean? This year is already kind of like yeah, let's just let's just chill out. Let's just you know have some things in the cut. The only thing I can see PlayStation have, having a huge year in is the announcements because 2025 and 2026 is probably going to be really really big. They have enough time to like recalibrate and some things might be huge. Please, where? is ghost of tsushima 2 the only time i will say it i lied it's not gonna be the only time i say it i'm gonna talk about it again i will say it i will mention it every episode if i have to where is it that because that's 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 what i'm waiting on that me personally yeah no i i think the announcements are gonna be big but i also don't think playstation is the type of people that aren't afraid of doing the whole i'm gonna post this i'm a i'm a i'm a announce it and then i'm gonna drop it you know mm-hmm. i can definitely see them being that their announcements being accompanied with game drops yeah maybe yeah. one or two i don't expect them to do it like nintendo where they'll drop like three games in one announcement but i can see them doing it at least once mm-hmm. i hear it. i hear it. i hear it so yeah that's that's pretty much all the bold predictions i saw that were like pretty much of note um anything else do you want to do you want to do an over under on the number of blazer blazer jacket combos we're going to see the game awards this year <laughs> I'd wait till we get closer yeah. to, the game, to the game awards, but I definitely would. It's already that. on my mind, brother. It's already on my mind. <laughs> oh, oh man, man. yeah. But no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's some decent uh, bold predictions to talk about so far. But uh, with that being said, that's all I got on the notes, bro. That's that's pretty much it. This is the episode. Uh, anything that we might have uh, not covered or missed in the time that we were talking about stuff? Uh, not that I can think of. The only thing uh is like. Nah, nothing really crazy. Just uh, the new league season drop, but I don't feel like talking about that. <laughs> Other mm-hmm. than that, no, nah, everything else seems to be to be covered. We'll definitely be covering the uh, developer direct next week as well. 100, 100. We're definitely going to be all over that. So uh, keep an eye out for their reactions and all that stuff that comes from, you know what I'm saying, that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be around, man. We're going to be around 2024. It's, it's it's our fucking year i just don't know yet don't worry about it uh but yeah we can we can leave it at that uh closing notes my friend when give me the closing notes uh make sure you drink your water make sure you get get ready for these games dropping end of this month i feel like we're gonna be seeing a lot of guys coming out not as cons- not as crazy as 2023 but we're gonna see some pretty good consistency with games mm-hmm hundred hundred man uh my closing notes is listen tell tell people you love them man top of the year and ain't never too soon tell everybody you love them we out here we doing the damn thing no cool down is here to stay and we running it up bro i believe we're at like 300 and something subscribers uh on youtube i can't even look at the damn hold on but stuff is loading mad slow please allow me allow me listen hold on y'all wait don't go anywhere yet. Wait, wait, hold on. We're at 341 subscribers. <laughs> we're we're at almost at 350. Uh, the uh, the the holiday break was very very fruitful to us. There was a lot of good stuff that came through. Y'all was rocking with the reactions and stuff. We got a lot more content to come through. Uh, that stuff. I might I might have a you know what I'm saying a couple of couple of Lucy's uh, in terms of one off stories, gameplays. You know what I'm saying we want to have guests back on the pod in full swing this year. There's a lot of stuff that we want to get done. So make sure you 
tap in and support all the channels uh we're taking this stuff to new levels man we want you to be there with us along for the ride uh and yeah we appreciate it man we we want y'all to you know what i'm saying really enjoy what we got and 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 get involved as well the comments if there's stuff you want to see us cover there's you know things that we that that might not have much coverage out there in the space that you think we might be well equipped to do shoot let us know man let us know we're gonna be here so uh make sure you do all that check out all the podcast uh platforms and and audio you know what i'm saying sites that we're on to go support rated five stars and all that good stuff and uh without further ado we gonna we gonna call it that and get up out of here, man. Uh, this has been No Cooldown Podcast, episode eighty one, the first of twenty twenty four, baby. We are here, but for now, we're out of here. <laughs> Peace.